Hello, everyone. It's time for Fan Chicagoland Stories, the podcast. I'm your host, Pico Stanis. This is episode 183, season eight. Today's date is December 10th, 2022. And thank you for joining me today. On today's program, I will talk about uh, part two of the most popular posts on my Van Chicagoland Facebook page for uh, 2022, this year, of course. Also, I will talk about the 65th anniversary of Shock Theater. That's the program that aired uh, classic horror movies from Universal Studios uh, that aired in the late 50s. And uh, also, I will talk about Poke Brothers. And uh, this is a theme. This is going to be a Merry Poke Brothers Christmas. <laughs> so I will talk about my memories of uh, Poke Brothers around the holiday season. Should be a lot of fun. Okay. And uh, right now, the program will go into a commercial break. And this program is brought to you by True Value Hardware Store. And uh, this is a Christmas commercial, and this is from 1977. And uh, so sit back and enjoy. And when the commercial is over, I will return. Thank you, everyone. During the Yuletide season, the world seems brighter and happier as families, friends, and neighbors experience joy, hope, and peace. It's a time of happy sounds, traditional carols, and greetings of friends and neighbors. True Value hardware dealers throughout the nation join the True Value hardware dealer in your neighborhood to thank you for your patronage during the past year and wish you all the joys of this holiday season. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for True Value Hardware Store, the Christmas commercial that is. Uh, the woman that is speaking is none other than Lee Phillip. Her full name was uh, Lee Phillip Bell. Actually, her first name is not Lee. It's uh, Lorelei <laughs> or Laura Lee. <laughs> and uh, a lot of people remember her for her talk show. And uh, it was called Noon Break. Uh, she did other shows before that. Uh, she was a very famous uh, Chicago local celebrity. My mom used to watch her all the time. And she was a lovely lady. And then her, she created the soap opera with her husband, William Bell, uh, The Young and the Restless, and The Bold and the Beautiful. And uh, she passed away February 20, 25th, 2020. Um, she was 91. She was, uh, like I said before, she was a very lovely woman, you know, very, uh, and on her TV show or talk show, that is, uh, New Break, she, uh, had celebrities, she interviewed them, also pol pol politicians, excuse me, and, uh, you know, it was very, uh, groundbreaking at the time, you know. As for true value, uh, I'm confused about this, is... You don't see them around 
in the Chicagoland area, you know, like independent stores. Not not really. I don't know the whole story about that. I got to do some research on that. Because um, I remember the commercials with Pat Summerall. Uh, that was during the, I believe, the 80s, probably the 90s. Like that. He was everywhere, you know, with True Test products. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, nice man. Okay. At the beginning of the program, I mentioned what I'm going to discuss today on today's program. <laughs> Excuse me. I will talk about part two of the most popular posts on my Van Chicago Land Facebook page. And uh, I will also discuss the 65th anniversary of Shock Theater. Uh, and uh, I will do a Merry Polk Brothers Christmas. Before I get started, I want to talk about a couple of things. Uh, today uh, is my third anniversary of being diagnosed with prostate cancer. That's not a good day. Uh, I feel better talking about it. And uh, all during the course of this, uh, I went through an operation, uh, radiation, recovery, uh, this, this past this year, I went to the hospital twice for other ailments. Uh, everything's fine now. Uh, recently, I, uh, I did a body scan and they found a spot on my 10th right rib. We don't know what that is. Uh, it could be something malignant. Uh, I went to see my urologist in October uh, because my PSA went up. And uh, I just did a blood test a few days, a couple days ago, that is. And it increased about one point. So there is something there. And hopefully it can be treated. I hope so. I hope it doesn't spread. You know, usually when you're prostate cancer patients, when they uh, go into remission or they're cancer-free, which I am cancer-free, it could spread elsewhere in the body. It, it skips through the bloodstream, so there could be a spot there. Hopefully, uh, the last time he told me that uh, that could be treated with medication. We'll see what he says Tuesday when I see him. Oh, I hope so. Oh, I hope so. I don't know if it'll be medication, radiation, chemotherapy. I, I don't know. Uh, that's up to him what, else, uh, that, what he will say. I hope it's the pill. I could just take that and they'll treat it. But, you know. Uh, it could be metastasis. I don't know how to say that word. If it is, uh, you don't really die from it unless it's spread all over your body, but that's just insulated. Uh, isolated, that is, not insulated. <laughs> and uh, if it's isolated, and, you know, hopefully it'd be, like I said before, it'd be treated uh, with medication. And uh, because if, the, if, if it's left alone for a long time that could be fractured the rib that is and uh, i don't want that i have a slight pain uh, when i sneeze or when i laugh or sometimes when i bend or sit down other than that i'm fine i'm doing okay so uh, fingers crossed and i'm praying second thing i want to talk about is uh i received an email from somebody it says you know your program i don't like it i find it annoying because you do a lot of ums and ums and ums and ums i do you know but i also get emails from people says you know you're being yourself you know you're not you don't talk like a robot and you're not full of yourself you're not selfish and uh 
sometimes my information's not correct. Uh, that happens to a lot of people. And uh, I, tr I do my best. I really am. Because I'm not an actor. I'm not a journalist. I'm just an ordinary guy like everyone else, you know. A guy that does uh, Vanna Chicago one, <laughs> that's something unique. But I try. You know, if you don't like the program, fine. Don't listen to it. That's that's your choice. If you like, if you like to listen and continue listening to the rest of the episodes, be my guest. You know, feel free. You know, I'm not here to win popularity contests. You know, or trying to make friends. You know, just to get. You know, being trying to influence. I, I'm not really an influencer. I'm not. You know, if you like what I do, fine. If you don't, that's okay. Because when I was younger, I took things personally. And uh, I think I heard this from my mom, or maybe she was wrong about that. Because, uh, because you know, you're being defensive. And you know what? I don't care. I do what I do. I love what I do. You know, uh, there are haters out there, you know, in social media or people that you see, you know, when you're uh, so, at, when you're somewhere, you know, that's how it is. You know, people, most of the people I see, they compliment me. He says, you know, you're being normal. You know, you're just being yourself. And that's very important. And just uh, if you love doing it, just listen to your heart and you'll do the right thing. Okay. Sounds like good advice. <laughs> Excuse me. All right. So I'll get started. Uh, first, I'm going to talk about, uh, let's see, I'll talk about Shock Theater. Uh, that, is, that was a program uh, that uh, started, that premiered, excuse me, on, on December 7, 1957 on, uh, in Chicago on WBKB. That was the call letters at the time, but now it's WLS. I'm not going to go through that old, the, the long story because I was on another station. And uh, like I said before, it premiered on December 7, 1957, and that was one of the first uh, shows that hosted, uh, you know, that presented horror movies with a host. And uh, the host was a man named Marvin. They also called the Marvin the Nearsighted Madman. And the name of the program was Shock Theater. And I believe uh, Shock Theater was sort of syndicated. Uh, they did this at other cities with other hosts, which I'm, I'm sure they did that. And uh, I don't remember the show because uh, I wasn't born yet, but uh, as I grew up in Chicago over the years, I heard his name and I heard the, the show, the name of the show that is. And uh, let's see, I did a podcast episode on this particular program. It was at episode number 40. I did it last year. If you cared to listen to it, please do. I'm just doing this because of the anniversary this past week. And uh, it ran for two years. And uh, the man that portrayed Marvin was uh, Terry Bennett. He was an actor. He was a ventriloquist, very talented man. Uh, he hosted other shows later on or during uh, Shock Theater. He uh, hosted the Jabba Walkie Place. 
and uh, I, I forgot what the name of the other show that is. Um, that was after that. And uh, it was set in a, it's like Svengoolie. He's set in a, like a creepy place, like a dungeon or in a cellar, you know, and you see lightning flashing through that. And uh, he would talk in a funny voice and uh, he would perform experiments or amputations on a woman. Her name was Deer. And you never saw her face. You only saw the back of her. And that was played by his real life wife, Joy Bennett. And uh, I've seen a picture. She seemed like a very lovely lady. And uh, let's see, other characters were there. Uh, there was a hunchback called Shorty and there was a band called the Deadbeats. <laughs> I saw a picture of them like that. And uh, a lot of people remember that so much. They really do. It was, uh, I know it's so old, but uh, it was one, this was the, before Creature Features, which premiered on in 19, September 1970, but uh, Creature Features is still fondly remembered by everyone, including myself. And uh, But Marvin and Shock Theater, oh, that was the best. Um, there's a book out about, uh, about Shock Theater with uh, Terry Bennett. I, I got it out from, I checked it out from the library one day and I intend to buy it one day because uh, I read it. That's fascinating. I love it. It talks about his life and how the program, be, how it came to be. And it was uh, fascinating. So I might buy that one day. We'll see. Uh, the author of the book, uh, I think his name is Donald Glut. He's, I saw his name on my Facebook page. <laughs> I saw that. And uh, I guess he's a follower. You know, but uh, if he's listening, to, I would say, Donald, uh, you did a marvelous job with the book. You know, that was, I loved it. Um, okay. So it's, uh, I still love Creature Features, but this was the first one that did, presented uh, horror movies from Universal. Like, for example, Frankenstein, Dracula, The Wolfman, The Mummy. I think the Body Snatcher, uh, the Black Cat, <laughs> House of Frankenstein, I believe. Uh, all these classic movies. Uh, I don't know about Creature from the Black Lagoon. I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember. You know, because, uh, let's see. Uh, so, it was a great show. There's clips on YouTube if you care to watch. You know, they have the audio and like that. And so it's fascinating. I wish there was more audio or video available. But back then they erased everything. So it's, uh, you never know. Somebody might have something on, on, hidden under their bed, like an old uh, a projector reel. <laughs> things can be, things can be interesting. <laughs> okay. Next up, I will talk about uh, Pope Brothers. And this is a Merry Polka Christmas. You know why? Because uh, Polka Brothers was very special to me during the holiday season uh, because of their advertisements and uh, their sales of Christmas trees and also the Santa Claus and the snowman. I posted that yesterday on my Facebook page. And uh, a lot of people love that. So uh, they also sold... It was an appliance store. They sold refrigerators, stoves, 
microwaves, vacuum cleaners, television sets. Uh, they started, I believe they started selling the first color TV, I think. I talk about Poke Brothers on a previous podcast podcast episode. I don't remember when. But uh, this is a, a, an appropriate time to talk about Poke Brothers of the holiday season, that is. And uh, everyone owned, uh, there was a promotional thing to sell uh, these Santa Clauses and these snowmen. So you can light them, you can place them in front of your homes or on your side of the homes or inside. Oh, I don't know about inside. <laughs> I don't think so. And I have something similar like that in my house. I haven't used it. I have a Santa Claus and a snowman, but it is not for Polk Brothers. It's uh, some other store. I don't remember. It's probably American Sales. I don't know. My mother brought these uh, years ago, but we don't use them because it's a hassle. And uh, those go, uh, right now, the, the snowman and the Santa Claus, from Polk Brothers, they're uh, very rare. If you can find them at an antique store or on eBay, some sell for like 300 bucks, $500, oof. I don't know about that. I, I would love to have one. I really would. Because it's Polk Brothers. <laughs> and it's amazing like that. And uh, let's see what else. Uh, they had stores all over the Chicago area. I remember the one at Ford City Mall. Yeah, it's at, uh, on the south west side. One of the stores they opened, uh, the first store was opened uh, on the north side, I think on Central Avenue near Belmont or Diversity. Uh, it was called Central Furniture at the time. Then they changed it, and it was founded by uh, Saul Polk and his brothers. I think his sisters were involved with the business as well. And uh, the second store, I believe, opened at 85th and Cottage Grove in the Chatham neighborhood in Chicago. And a lot of people remember that. And there was one at 63rd Street, east of Kedzie in the Marquette Park area. And then uh, then they had the, the warehouse was located, I think their headquarters was in Melmore's Park. And I think there was a fire uh, during that time. And I saw photos of that on the Internet. And uh, let's see, uh, also, well, the the stores closed in 1992, in July. There was competition for Best Buy or, I don't know, I, it was during the recession. Uh, I think this, the recession was ending, but, it, uh, but they couldn't survive. So that's a shame, you know, I wish it was still around because the, the, uh, a lot of people mentioned in the old days, they were salesmen waiting at the door. <laughs> As soon as you enter the the store and they haggle you and or haggle you or they harass you, you know, can I help you? Can I help you? They wouldn't even give give you a chance to browse, you know. But uh, they were very uh, aggressive in a way. And I didn't. I remember when I went there uh, with my mom and my dad. They, they didn't feel that way. They didn't feel uh, pressured, you know. They. I remember my mom said, look, I, I like to look around and I know what I want to buy, but I want to look around. And he said, okay, feel free. You know, but uh, that's how they that's how they were taught, <laughs> uh, probably from Saul Polk, I imagine. And, uh, but, you know, sometimes when you go to a store, you can't find anybody. <laughs> and that's, uh, that doesn't work either. <laughs> we all know that very well. 
Okay. And uh, so, I, again, I miss the store very much, and a lot of people do. And I have a Facebook page on Facebook about Poke Brothers. I post from time to time, you know, ads. If I find something very unique, I post that. And uh, if you're on Facebook, please follow it. And it's, it's a wonderful store. It was. Okay. The last thing I'm going to t uh, talk about now is the uh, part two of the most popular posts on Vanish Chicagoland Facebook page. This is from uh, the months of April, May, and June. Okay. And uh, right now I will get started, but first I'm going to play a commercial. And this commercial is from Ronco, the Egg Scrambler. And this is a Christmas episode. And this is from 1978. So sit back and enjoy. Uh, and I'll be right back with the list. Thank you, everyone. Do you scramble eggs like this? You never get a perfectly blended egg. And then there's the cleanup. But now there's the egg scrambler. It scrambles an egg while it's still in the shell. The egg scrambler perfectly blends the egg white and yolk in only five seconds. Scrambled eggs, French toast, and omelets not only look better, but taste better. If your kids don't like the looks of runny egg whites, get the Egg Scrambler by Ronco, a great Christmas gift for only $7.77. Walgreens, Woolworth, Wilco, Osco Service Merchandise, Riverty, Montgomery Ward. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Okay, everyone, I am back. I hope you enjoyed the commercial for the Egg Scrambler by Ronco. Uh, you heard those at the end of the commercial. I'm sure you heard the stores that that, so, that this product was available. Oh. I used to love these commercials during the Christmas time, you know, with Ronco products uh, from the 70s and early 80s. I did a podcast episode about uh, that, uh, actually about Ron Popeil, the creator of these wonderful products. Like, for example, the Pocket Fisherman, uh, the Buttoneer, uh, the Ice Cream Maker, and uh, what else? Mr. Microphone. <laughs> I love that one. Okay. Right now, I'm going to talk about part two of the most popular posts of Fan Chicago and uh, Facebook page. I did part one last, last time. And uh, this will cover April, May, and June. So let's get started. Uh, starting with April. Uh this was this post was popular during that month and it's the Carson Peary Scott story in Ranhurst Mall. And I posted that uh was it yesterday? Yeah, I believe so. Uh the mall is still there. It's not called uh it's not called Ran uh Ranhurst Mall or Ranhurst Center. It is called Ranhurst Village and uh it was an enclosed mall. It opened in 1962, around 60 years ago. I don't know what uh, month exactly. And uh, it was air conditioned at the time. And uh, in 2009, uh, it was demolished and they rebuilt it as Ranhurst Village, you know, more, more open like that. 
It had restaurants. Uh, it had a 12-screen cinema. Okay, and it had other stores. Uh, at the time when it opened, in 1962, it had Carson Perry Scott. It had Weebles, Montgomery Ward. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, also, you know, the department store, the fair. Now, this was interesting. Um, the fair opened... I believe 1963, and then it was, then they closed a year later in 1964, and then Montgomery Ward uh, took over. So I guess that's what happened, and uh, that's bizarre, like that. Uh, there are photos all over the internet, uh, which is kind of cool. Also inside the mall, like that, they had a, a lot of stores, and uh, let's see, what else? They had the, they had a jewel. They had Baskins, Charlie's, Charles A. Stevens, uh, Kreskies, Woolworths. Uh, they had Dutch milk candies. You name it, they had it. <laughs> and uh, of course, from seeing those photos uh, that are on the internet, it looked gorgeous. They really did. And uh, so uh, right now, the Ranhurst Village, uh, like I mentioned before. They had um, they have a Costco, they have a Home Depot, a PetSmart, TJ Maxx, uh, other other stores. I'm not sure what other uh, businesses are there. They have a Hilton. You know, uh, I don't know about uh, residential uh, apartments or homes. I don't know. I'm not sure. I never went to this mall. I passed by it one day a long time ago. And uh, someone told me that um, this was located on Rand Road and Elmhurst, I think. And that's where they get the name Randhurst. It was like part of Rand and part of Elmhurst Road. And they combined it. I think, that, I think they got that. It's possible. <laughs> I could, someone can correct me on that. And uh, like I said before, I never been to this mall. I'm sure it was huge. And uh, Oakbrook Center opened the same time, same year. Uh, this was a little more luxurious, more upscale, and they had Marshall Fields. Uh, believe it or not, Marshall Fields was not located in Brandhurst. I don't know why. They should have. And uh, in Oakbrook, they had, um, of course, Marshall Fields. They had Sears. Uh, other stores like that, and uh, Oakbrook is still there. Uh, they didn't change much over there, maybe a little. You know, I've been I went to Oakbrook about a month ago. Went to Barnes and Nobles uh, bookstore. Love that bookstore. So that was the most popular post in April of 2022. <laughs> now let's get to May. Uh, excuse me for a second. <clears throat> Sorry, I'm coughing. I talk too much like that. Okay, June. Uh, the most popular post was the Martinique restaurant that was located in Evergreen Park, Illinois. Uh, it was located in 95th Street, west, uh, one block west of Western Avenue, right across the street from Evergreen Plaza. Uh, this place opened in the late 50s. Uh, next door to it was the Drury Lane Theater, where they had live theater, you know, dinner theater, and a lot of famous celebrities performed there at the time. Um, it was very 
fancy, very snazzy, uh, beautiful. Um, I went only once at the Martinique restaurant. I was invited at a wedding in 1989. Uh, it was my uh, next door neighbor. He got married. He didn't live there at the time. He didn't live next door to me at the time. And my brother and I went. Uh, my mom and my other brother didn't attend because they were in Greece at the time. And uh, that was a nice wedding. And I remember the decor of the place and gorgeous, wonderful food. The reason he had, had his wedding there because his mother worked there and she was a waitress. And I didn't get a chance to go see the Drury Lane Theater. Uh, I wish I did, you know, because uh, I feel I regretted it. Not seen it because I was I heard is lovely, and uh, a lot of people remember the purple decor, <laughs> which was true. You can you can find photos of the Martinique uh, restaurant on the internet, no problem. Just do the searching, you can find it. And uh, when I posted this photo of the Martinique restaurant, I, which I found with the old vintage cars in the parking lot oh people went crazy you know and i like to find more i really do um stuff on the internet is still there but i wish there was more i would like that very much and uh i think there are pictures of the interior of the drawing theater if you do a search okay and then it closed uh i don't know exactly when I don't know, probably late 90s, early 2000s, and then they tore it down, and now it's a Walmart, of course. <laughs> Believe it or not, I went to that Walmart one day, and uh, at the time, I didn't think, oh, my God, this was the Martinique restaurant or the Drew Lane Theater. Well, at least there's something there, <laughs> not an empty lot, thank God. You know, I have, you know uh, Christy Evergreen Plaza uh, was indoor. Uh, was it indoor first? I think, yeah, it was indoor and then it was outdoor, I think in the 60s, and then uh, they demolished it. And then, uh, I don't know the whole story like that. No, I'm sorry. It was outdoor first and indoor. Then they demolished it and now it's outdoor again. <laughs> I haven't been there lately, so uh, I passed by one day. Well, we'll see. I heard they're opening a Macy's there. Not great. Not a lot of people aren't a fan of that store. Neither am I. But uh, at least there's something. They took over the Carson store. So thank, so thank goodness for that. Okay. So uh, that's uh, my memories of the Martinique restaurant and Drury Lane Theater in Evergreen Park. Okay. Last one. Uh, let's see. Oh, that was. Uh, I want to make a correction. That was June of 2022. I got it backwards. I'm sorry. So uh, April was Carson Peary Scott in Randhurst Mall, and that Martinique restaurant was in June. Now we're going to talk about May, so I'm, I apologize. I'm going to skip to that. The most popular post in May of 2022 in Chicago was Dominic's Finer Foods, and I found a photo of that store in the 70s. I don't know the location, but people remember that red the the letters in, in red. On the uh, on the front on the front of the store, and uh, when I posted that, it was like, oof, people going crazy. They talk about their memories of shopping there, working there. Uh, 
the ones that was located near their homes. Uh, I talked about Dominic's a while back in a podcast episode that uh, it was one of the first jobs I applied. Uh, I was at Bogan High School, and uh, my mom suggested, why don't you apply there, okay, you know, to be a bag boy or a stock boy, okay. And I remember, this is the story I said, I went there, it was located at 71st Street in South Pulaski, near my house. Uh, it was brand new, Kmart was next door, and uh, and I filled out an application, and then uh, they told me to go see the manager. Okay, he was a very nice man, I remember him uh, going to his office, he had a cigarette on the table, <laughs> he had the cigarette in the ashtray, you know, and he asked me questions, and... Uh, and it seemed fine, but I didn't get the job. I don't know what happened. Can't figure it out. And then later on, my younger brother applied there, and he got the job. So that's great. I don't know how it happened. I didn't. I never asked him. <laughs> and he was there for quite a while, you know, during high school. And uh, my cousin worked there for years. Uh, ever since he was a teenager, and uh, he worked there until the day it closed, from what I understand. And he collects a good pension, and he loved working there. And he well, he had his own business, and then uh, at, later on, and then but he worked on the side, like in the weekends, just for insurance. You know, and then that ended that. Way. And they uh, Dominic's closed. Uh, what was the date of that? 2013 in December, of the, so it closed about uh, nine years ago. Uh, it was sold to Safeway uh, Company. They're out in California, I believe. Uh, that shouldn't have happened. It's not a good idea. The headquarters was in Oak Brook, and uh, yeah, I liked the store. I really did. And my mom loved it. You know, they had a lot of good uh, products. I remember Heritage House. Remember that and. Uh, so it's a shame. It really is. Now we have Mariano's. I I went once. It was okay. It's not it's not Dominic's. So I think one of the uh, uh, people that worked for Dominic's, uh, not one of the founders. I'm not sure. And uh, he opened those. And there are Mariano's. There are a few in the Chicagoland area. So uh, so he said. Like I said before, I only went one time. I, I might go again. The The one I went to is at 111th and Cicero. That's where Zare was. <laughs> and there was the Treasury. If you remember that store in the 70s, uh, they were a subsidiary of JCPenney. I like that store, but uh, it wasn't. Uh, they had another location in Rolling Meadows and in Niles. They had about three, I think. And uh, they were all over the uh, United States. Uh, they're hot. I can't really find a store, a, a photo of the store of the treasury. I want to find one. That'd be kind of cool to post on Van Chicago. Yeah, we'll see. Who knows? <laughs> okay. That is all for today. And uh, I apologize again for the mix-up of the, uh, the posts, uh, the popular posts of Van Chicago and stories. And... I mean, Chicago, Ben Chicago and Peso Gage. <laughs> I'm doing this again. So here's a, here's a recap of what I talked about today. I talked about the uh, 
The 60, 65th anniversary of Shock Theater, hosted by Marvin, also uh, played by Terry Bennett. I'll say he married Pope Brothers Christmas, my memories of Pope Brothers, and part two of the most popular posts of Van Chicago on Facebook page of 2022. Okay. Uh, I will do another podcast maybe tomorrow. Do part three. I hope so. And uh, hopefully Monday. We'll see. I, I have some time. Uh, once this podcast is published uh, and available, you can listen wherever podcasts uh, are available at your convenience. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, also Breaker, Overcast. Uh, let's see. Also, it'll be posted on my Facebook page, Fan Chicago and Stories. You can uh, search it. You can subscribe. You can also subscribe on all the apps I mentioned. A lot of people prefer listening on YouTube. I agree. You know, I like that too. Uh, if you have an iPhone, that's fine. But if you don't have an iPhone or, you know, older people prefer this way, like me and older than that, would rather go to YouTube and just uh, click on the episode and listen. And please do, you know, whatever's easier for you. I will post this on my social media accounts as well. Facebook, Twitter, and uh, let's see what else. Yeah, mostly those. It's on Reddit and LinkedIn. Uh, uh, on Instagram, I'll post a photo and you can see. So I'll let everyone know that they are not on Twitter and they are not on Facebook. Also, I'm on Mastodon. That's a alternative to Twitter. <laughs> no, we won't go into that. Why? So, uh, yeah, if you're new to if you're new uh, ma member of Mastodon, I will post the podcast and you can listen if you'd like. Okay. So this is Pico Stanis, your host of Vanish Conway Stories. Uh, this is episode 183. Thank you again for joining me. I enjoy talking to you. I will keep you posted on my health. Uh, we will see. Okay. So here's bye-bye for me. And uh, <clears throat> excuse me, here's Ray Rayner. A little traveling music saying bye, bye, bye. Thank you, everyone. Take care. We have to go. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs>